Hi guys, this is Sarah. And this is Katrina Joe, and we're the Feds. FedWork is the modern day background check. And Fed is our acronym for Feed Empowerment Daily. And you're now listening to FedWork. Hey guys, welcome to FedWork. I'm Katrina Joe, And I'm Sarah. And on this episode, we want to tap in to some books for y'all. So Sarah and I both love to read you know, I think you more than me. Really? Yeah. I like to audio read. Okay. Yeah. I I like to listen while I'm in the car. Yeah. I've been into audiobooks more this year than ever. I think because I'm now a subway girl. So I have a mute, you know, Uh, but other than that, I was very much like, I like to feel and smell the books. Like I love going to bookstore. Um, But yeah, I, I like, I like audiobooks too. Yeah, I collect books. Like I love having good books around me. But remember yeah. that, that brain stuff I was going with with my optic nerve or whatever? I couldn't read. So mm. there were like there was a year where I would read a page and fall asleep. Like I couldn't read. So it's been something I've gotten back into now. So now I'm like back on it. Like yay! But did you just get yeah. back on it this year or? Yeah, okay. I'd say like near the end of last year. Okay, nice. Well, we want to go through some books that we recommend to you guys to read for 2023. I am challenging myself to finish at least a book a month. Ooh. Yes. For the year of 2023. Um, you know, I'm naturally an overachiever. So I, I was going to say, uh, I might jump on that. I like <laughs> to tag on the things that you do. I'm like, oh, wait, that's good. I'll do that too. <laughs> yes. Girl. Yes. Um, so yeah. Um, I have some recommendations here, but I'll let you start, Sarah. Oh, you want me to start? Okay. Yeah. Well, I only, so I have one and it's, I'd love to say that like, I saw it somewhere really great and like friends recommended it. It was this like beautiful story. No, I, <laughs> I saw it on a certain Kardashian's Instagram. I don't like to indulge in anything Kardashian, but this one, I had no option. Okay. Um, it is called Signs. Mm. Um, the secret language of the universe. And you know me, you know, I'm like super into numerology. And after my grandma passed, um, the signs I see from her are consistent, constant. And sometimes I'm like, chill out lady. Cause like, I get it. You're everywhere. Uh, which I love. And it gives me like reassurance in my life, but, uh, it was, it was really cool because the first half of the book are a lot of stories. It's actually written by a New York times bestseller. Who's also a psychic medium. Uh, and so it goes through a lot of her different clients that she's had and the experiences just to kind of validate what she's going through and what she's ex- like kind of teaching us in the book. Uh, and it just, you know, validates things that have happened to me or whatever, but as I'm reading it and I just started reading it this week, um, just like finished it though, very fast, uh, because it's a topic I'm really into, but I feel like it also provides a level of I don't want to say closure, but it provides a level of like comfort for me, uh, in knowing that people aren't gone forever and you can still, you know, if you believe in it, that they can still provide messages to you. So I was, you know, just casually driving and talking to my grandpa who passed. And I was like, there's this guy. I just want to know your opinion on him. I know that like a medium in the past had told me my grandpa will validate who it is and he'll laugh until it's the right guy. So like, I was just asking some questions or whatever. Lo and behold, I get in my car and there's a dime sitting heads up in my front seat. If you read the book, you'll understand, but dimes is a huge thing that 
is, a, is a, like a conduit for messages. Um, so that was just one of those ironies, you know? And then I'm driving and I'm talking to my grandpa, leaving that place, going somewhere else. And I was like, how's, how's my grandma? Like something inclined me. I didn't feel good about my grandma. Something was off. She's 97 years old. I was like, something's going on with grandma. And she, you know, she had had this interesting call with my uncle, whatever. So I'm like, God, something does not feel right about my grandma. I could not let it go. I couldn't. I'm like, you're, you're clearly giving me signs today. Let's see. You know, I look over and I kid you not, there are five deer running along my car. Like I am driving and there's five deer next to me. Oh my God. 30 seconds, 15 of the seconds I could record it because I was like, I have to record this. No one's going to believe this. Right. So I sent it to my mom and I was like, mom, something's wrong with grandma. I know something's wrong with my grandma. I need you to call. And she lives in an assisted living place, right? So you can't just call her directly. So I was like, you need to call the nurse and have them go check on my grandma. And she's like, Sarah, you're being ridiculous. We talked to her yesterday. She was good. I'm like, I don't care. Grandpa is saying something's wrong. Just trust me. And I was like, I'll think about it, whatever. Just get home. I'm like, okay. And the whole time, like something's wrong. I need more signs, grandpa. Like I need to tell my mom. Sure enough, I pull into my house and my mom goes, Sarah, I just got a call from the place that grandma lives in. I was like, and she goes, she fell and she needed help getting up and she was laying on the floor until someone could come in there and help her. And I go, I told you. And I go, now someone needs to go over there tomorrow. I go, I'll drive over if I need to, but it's two and a half hours for me. So I was like, if my cousin can go over and check on her and my cousin went over and she's doing okay today. I was like, okay, I needed that reassurance to know she was okay. But it was things like that, that like I would have not known to put certain things into place and understand what those messages were without reading this book, because they talk about deer, they talk about dime, like there's all of these things. And so it's, it's just for me, I love the book because one, it gives me validation because I've always kind of had a connectedness to the other side. So it's interesting for me to how I see them, but it's just a level of like, my grandpa's still there. It felt really nice to know. And that he's looking out for my grandma. There was just this thing. So for me, it was just this like beautiful moment. And it's just really cool. It, it helps you to kind of understand how you can create a language with the people that have passed. You know, if you want to ask them questions or whatever, it's just a very inspiring book if you're into that kind of thing. So I had to share it because for me, it was like, like, if you can see in my face, I'm just, I feel like I'm in a better I got place. goosebumps twice when you were talking about it. Yeah, it's really crazy. So like, but crazy in the best way possible. Do you know yeah. what I mean? And so even I if you're a skeptic, it's yeah. a cool book to read. I actually saw that book on actually one of my friends. It just reminded me when you, when you pulled it up, I was like, oh, I've seen that book before. And when you started talking about it, um, one of my friends posted it on her story right after her grandma passed. Oh, wow. She started reading it and she like put on the story, like, hey, if anyone is looking for like closure or ways to connect with like loved ones that have passed, like it's such a good book. And I think I also remember seeing it on Courtney. Courtney Kardashian's page is that that's not who I saw it from I saw it for the one I really don't like to support but got it I saw it on hers through like poosh or whatever yeah Um, but I'm gonna add that to my list it's very very good and like I said even if you're a skeptic and it's not something that you believe it is just very interesting to read and hear the stories of what other people have gone through and for me like I said I've told you I've seen signs from my grandma since 2011 and I've processed them over a long period of time And now I'm seeing them from friends who have passed or other things. Like I see my friend's number all the time when I talk to him. So it's just things like that, that are, you know, the story of the chandelier where I saw his number and the chandelier. So I just am very perceptive to them. So for me, it was just a validation book, but I think it could be really comforting to other people. So I just wanted to share. 
I love it. I'm adding it to my list. Yay. Awesome. Yeah. I can't wait to hear yours because I tend to like, when you post it, I like screenshot it. I'm like, I'm going to read KJ's book. Oh my God. Does that mean I'm like an influencer or something? You're influencing me, girl. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right back with more Fed work after a word from our sponsor. Cartier Rolex Gucci Prada, Jordan Adidas Bottega Veneta. At eBay, it's real. Or it's getting the fake out. eBay's team of luxury authenticators are making sure you never get faked over again. Watches, inspected by watch aficionados. Sneakers, checked by legit sneakerheads. Handbags, examined by handbag connoisseurs. And jewelry in the scopes of expert gemologists. These authenticators are leaders in their field with meticulous eyes, making sure your piece arrives as authentic as your style and worthy of your collection. As experts, they know the true difference between a real and a fake. Real carries that rare, distinguished feel, the weight of pure platinum, exquisite scent of Togo leather, the tight stitching on a pair of dunks, the brilliance of real diamonds. So rest assured, your Rolex moves just like a Rolex should. And that colorway on your Jordan Royals will always be on point. The details inspected, the fakes rejected. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal with eBay's authenticity guarantee. Everyone deserves real. Visit ebay.com for terms. No, but um, I am going to start with a book that you definitely know I'm going to recommend this book for us. Return to Love. Yes. So, <laughs> shocking. Um, if you have not read this book yet, <laughs> you are it, living under a rock. <laughs> the previous episodes, Marion Williamson is amazing. Um, one of my favorite authors, speakers, all of the above. But um, I will forever recommend this book. So in 2023, 2022, 2021, 2024, 25, 26, everyone needs to read it. <laughs> yes. And reread it. Like it's helped me to reread it. 100%. Um, I was lucky enough to download the audiobook before she ran for president. And I still have it in my phone because I actually downloaded it. Downloaded. I buy it. And they removed it, I think, because, you know, during her, um, right. her run. But A Return to Love, I think everyone should read it. It doesn't matter what age. It doesn't only touch on relationships. It touches on different parts of love in your life. And this ties into the word of my year, love. So it really does talk about like your relationship with money, with your career, with friendships, with your own trauma, with your emotions, but also relationships um, and connecting in the spirit. So yes, first book, yes. <laughs> everyone needs to read it. A Return to Love. My second one that I'm going to recommend is Attached. And mm. um, this talks about the adult attachment um, different, different ways of adult attachment. And what it says right here is how it can help you find and keep love. So it actually helps you one, identify with the attachment theory that you identify with. And then it can also help you identify, um, what attachment theories, other people in your lives, um, associate with. So whether it's someone you're dating, whether it's a friend, whether it's a boss, whether whoever it is, and, um, all humans fit into at least one. You can fit into okay. two sometimes. So there is secure, um, anxious and avoidant. 
and you can identify as one, but depending on different personalities that you are around, it can bring out different attachment styles in you and that will affect your relationship. And this can be interesting in, in all different relationships. Um, it doesn't have to be just romantic. So it was very, very extremely helpful for me to one, know which attachment style that I identify with and how to deal with others that identify with other attachment styles and whatnot. My therapist is going to love that. I want to read that book. Yeah. It's, it it's is a topic of our conversation. Yes. Um, one of my really good friends generally actually recommended it to me years ago. And we've also touched on this, that I truly believe that you read books when you're supposed to. Oh yeah. Depending on whatever is going on in your life. And I probably had it for two years before I picked it up. And when I picked it up, it was like mind blowing um, because it was, it was just, it was right on time. Oh, I love that. Yes. Um, and this book by Lisa Turk, I don't know how to say her last name, Turkhurst, I think it is. That looks right to me. Um, she is also a preacher now and, and um, a motivational speaker. She speaks from experience. So this is called Forgiving What You Can't Forget. This book, as well as the Bible plan, helped me get through 2022. Um, oh, that is powerful. Yes. She speaks through being married for many, many years, having children, and then finding out that her husband cheated and oh. talks through the grief that she went through, um, you know, being angry with God, the anguish and the pain that she felt. She also talked about her um, experience with therapy and, you know, how at first she was like, what are you talking about? Like, I want to be angry at this person and he did wrong and all these things. But, um, you know, she, she went through her journey and she basically just talks about forgetting, you know, forgetting something that you can't forget. And it, and it doesn't just relate to, you know, being cheated on or, you know, being in a relationship, but yeah, being betrayed in general um, yeah. and forgiving through that, loving yourself through that, loving the other person. Um, she speaks you know, um, at Transformation Church, that's when I first heard about her, was when she was a guest speaker, um, and she really is speaking through experience, and I mean, her and her husband, she talks about it all the time, are still together, Okay. So they worked through it, and it's a, it's a really beautiful story. Oh, yeah, I, I, I would not have probably had all of the right tools, I will say, to, to get through 2020 to in the healthiest way possible if it wasn't for that book and the Bible plan that I did with it. Um, and this last book that I'm going to recommend, I'm currently reading it right now to kick off 2023 called Unfuck Yourself. <laughs> I thought it's Unfuck Sark yourself. Yes, yourself. Get out of your head and into your life. Um, I'm an overthinker. Wait. You are? I know. So weird, right? I had no idea. <laughs> yes, but I am an overthinker and it just talks about really just being present, accepting things for what they are. Um, you know, why 
overthinking things can just add more stress and worry to your life, why it's not healthy. As we all know, it's easy to say, but it actually talks about like practices on how to do it, what to focus on, you know, how to reshape your mornings, how to reshape your habits. Um, Implementing it into your life, not just hearing what you've read. Yes. Yeah. And, um, it's actually, it's actually, I think it's really dope how he starts the book because he's kind of being blunt in a way about it. Like, Hey, you've heard all the shit before. And if you don't have tough skin, throw this book away. This book is not for you. And I will not be offended. Give it up. But like, you know, but if, if you can have, handle it, right, stick but if with you me. Can handle it, keep reading. Like, I promise this book will help you type shit. So I appreciated that in the beginning, just like, you know, a lot of self-help books aren't for everyone, right? It is not a, you know, one size fits all. And so just for that book to be like, yo, this is what we're about to talk about, take it or leave it. And, you know, you can keep going or you can leave, but so far I like it. I'm on chapter five and I find it to be very motivating and just kind of just like a, you know, a reality check. Is it one that you're reading like every day you're reading it or are you putting it down and when you pick it back up, it, it kind of like connects with what you're going through in the moment? I'm not reading it every day. Um, I try to start some mornings with it with at least a couple pages, you know, maybe one chapter. Mm-hmm. Um, but every time that I read it, it does help me, especially with my work days. Okay. That's what I would, yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. Good recommendations. Are- Those are my four, you know, if you want to start your reading journey, kick things off in 2023, we'll list the books, you know, in the caption and the write-up of this episode. And and hopefully you guys can have some recommendations for us too, because I am always open to adding books to my list. I'm going to add signs. We should add the list in general into our shared note, because I'd like to just got it. Yeah. We'll plug it in there. Yeah. Maybe, you know, maybe we'll just out of my eye. You what? Something just got in my eye. That was weird because there's not a bug or anything. Weird. It's weird. I know. Maybe it was a sign. Oh gosh. <laughs> Get your eyes checked, Sarah. Shit's going down. It was a sign. Um, but yeah, maybe we should tap in in like six months and see where we're at. Yeah. I mean, six books in. So we'd have more recommendations for y'all. Yeah, I like it. Works for me. Works for me. Yes. Well, thanks for tuning in guys. And we'll see you next week. See you next time. Bye. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of FedWork. We hope that you enjoyed it. Please make sure to like, comment, and subscribe on all platforms. For any inquiries or sponsorship requests, please visit wearefedwork.com.